No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Hello there. This is Duncan Fisher speaking to you from Outreach Studios. I know the best of the best when it comes to mech warriors on Solaris. And do you know who they talk about when it comes to digging your ass out of the fire when the shit hits the fan? Armed. The Australasian Royal Mechanized Division. These guys have been slugging it out since Gallipoli 1915. Only now they do it with a mech and a heavy Gauss rifle. So if you need to call in reinforcements to get the job done, or simply hire someone for some good old-fashioned payback, call on the professional team at ARM. They'll set the odds in your favor. For contracts and recruiting, turn your terminals to www.armed.net.au. That's spelt armd.net.au. And remember, if you need to get even, get armed. Listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the Outreach Studios around the world, this is a No Guts No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 56. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is January 9th, 2013. And wow, another year around the sun. Hope everyone enjoyed the holidays and the new year. And if you drank a beer or five or six for me, I appreciate it. I drank one for you, trust me. And well, my shout out is going to go out to one of an, our Aces members, actually. And uh, specifically, PFC Hefner. He's uh, currently down in South Carolina going through basic training. Cass, we miss you, buddy. Hope everything's doing well. And remember, don't take a personal and it all go by very, very quickly. So see you soon, buddy. And Darren, who do you have? Yeah, isn't the saying, uh, time flies when you're miserable? No, wait. Oh, well. Anyway, uh, this is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil. I am back. And my shout-out today goes to, actually, our NGNG audience. Uh, in the midst of my dark days and being extremely sick, um, 102 temperature for a bunch of days in a row, I saw messages on our Facebook page from all of our listeners, or from a lot of them, giving me support, and I just want to say thank you. It was a, a very bright light in some dark days, so thank you guys. Yeah, most definitely, I do appreciate you guys. And I, I mean, Brandon and everybody out there, uh, we were all concerned, and I actually didn't know Darren was like on his deathbed, but luckily his wife let me know, who was also sick, so it was just a bad situation. So we're glad you're back, Darren, and well, you still sound like a zombie, but that's all right. Brandon, who do you have? Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Patrick Kell, and tonight my shoutouts are going first to our live studio audience, because I missed you guys, it's been a while, second to all of my uh, comrades and aces, and finally, I hope everyone had a good Christmas break. Well, thank you, Brandon, that's so nice of you. And uh, Laura, welcome back. Thank you. Hey guys, it's Laura, aka BB Wolf. My shoutout tonight goes to Gary Bettman of the NHL, because it's about damn time. 
DAPS caps, caps, caps. You know, is it okay that I'm embarrassed that she knows way more about sports than I do? It's hockey. I mean, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> Women in their silly sports. I like that. You color. know, so you watch out in the parking lot, bud. All right, guys, I'd like to welcome all of our live studio audience. Appreciate you guys coming out, taking the time out of your day, nights, mornings, wherever the hell you are in the world. And of course, to all of our new listeners, let me just say that December was huge. By huge, I mean freaking huge. We've had one of our biggest to date unique visitors to the website, podcast listens. Everything. Over a hundred thousand people to our website in December. Unique was... visitors to our yep. website. So crazy. Thank you again. And of course, we ask if you have the ability to go to our website, give us a tip on the tip jar on the right. It's very easy, super simple, and uh, we'd appreciate any support you can give. And we thank you if you're able to. And if you're still shopping, I know some of you got Christmas money or uh, maybe some Amazon.com gift cards or something like that, please click through our link on our website, our Amazon.com link, and uh, help us out a little bit. Again, it won't add anything to your bill. It'll give us a little kickback. Keep our ship afloat and sailing. So, uh, yeah, if you have the ability to do that, please do. Thank you. On to the news. All right, it is time for the No Guts, No Galaxy News, founded in 2011, reporting in 3049. And now for the news. Hello, everybody. This is Duncan Fisher. Suddenly, he grabs me, tipping me across his lap. With one smooth movement, he angles his body so my center torso is resting on the caldera beside him. He throws his right leg over both mine and plants his ferro-metallic left forearm on the small of my rear torso, holding me down so I cannot maneuver. He places his right hand on my armorless behind, softly fondling my internal structure, stroking around and around with his articulated fingers. And then his hand is no longer there, and he hits me hard. Oh my, critical hit. I've been cored. Brought to you by the Skjeldborg, Shield Wall of Russellhog. Again, NGNG TV is live and happening. Phil is updating that all the time. Make sure you check out. Uh, Ride along videos, videos are going live. Check them out. Put a lot of time and effort. Yeah, a lot of fun too. NGNG is still looking for some writers and some software developer programmers, so email me at bombadil at nogusnogalaxy.net for more info. For those of you who have emailed me, I have been sick and have not been able to get back to you, but I will, and thank you for the response. Are you looking for more members for your Battletech or MechWarrior unit? For your own unit or sponsorship ad, recruitment ad, go to the donation page on our website at nogusnogalaxy.net. Make a unit sponsorship donation of $20, and your ad will be included in the following show. Nope, not the following show. The first available show. Yeah, which is like February, by the way. Unit. And don't forget about the unit directory. That's also online. Go get listed now. Are you part of a unit participating in the upcoming MechWarrior Online, MechWarrior Living Legends, MechWarrior 4, Mega Mech, or any other Battletech or MechWarrior-related group? If so, reserve your spot on our No Guts, No Galaxy Outreach TeamSpeak 3 server today. Server information is located on our website. Once you log in, contact Phil, Sean Lang, and he will get you set up. This week in our international list, not a lot of change actually from, boy, a, a month ago. Uh, so I'll just go through this really quickly. At number five, Germany. Number four, Russia, new to the chart. Welcome, Russia. 
three, Singapore, two, Canada, and number one, Holding Strong, Australia. As we mentioned earlier, Critical Hits, number 12 is up. The Clans, featuring Never Noob. And I have to say this is, again, I, I know I say this multiple times, but one of my favorites. Uh, this, by the way, was freaking huge. Uh, this was our most engaged, most liked, most commented on, most shared. Um, earlier, I was looking, we had 18,000 plus photo views of just at that comic on Facebook. Just just Facebook. And it's uh, I haven't even looked since then. 18,000 photo views. We had like uh, over 1,100 likes. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. So great job, Rudy. Uh, aka shore painter uh just amazing work love it yes yep and i think this one was particularly funny and moving on to the community spotlight there's just two real quick things i want to touch on one is um if you haven't seen it there's a new trailer for a movie coming out called pacific rim not a lot of uh anything to mention in there except for that it's a big budget movie featuring big mechs um, so while I don't know how this movie is going to be or do, it does give me some excitement for possible future Battletech or MechWarrior movies. And then the second one, uh, this was shared with me uh, by Laura. Thank you, Laura. Is the Robotech Valkyrie project, um, which is basically kind of a sort of a live action CGI trailer uh designed by somebody uh, maybe in South America. I don't know. It's Spanish. Um, very cool. And again, I think what gets me excited about it is just the potential. But then the the actual community spotlight is something uh, you found, Phil. This is by Sedition. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give us a clue what this is about? Well, he's uh, he's got him and his buddy are working on an app for Android. And it's basically a Mech Lab app. So you're able to customize, do everything. And it, it's I love it. Uh, I think we need more things like this. I think we need a PC version. I think, like, to be able to distribute on anything as far as so if you're around the computer or if you're off the computer, you can basically go in the Mac Lab and you don't actually have to spend any money. So, again, that's why I was asking Garth about that because I feel like that's that's something PGI Somebody, sure wants. Yeah. Somebody could do something real awesome with that. Anyway, thank you, Sedition, and uh, the team that's working on that uh, should be pretty cool. Um, if you have something you would like to be featured in our community spotlight, send your submission to spotlight at nogutsnogalaxy.net and we'll do our best to feature that. Don't have any local games starting off uh, the new year, so if you have a local tabletop game that you're playing or want to start one, send us some info at localgames at nogutsnogalaxy.net and uh, we'll shout it out from the mountaintops. And finally, funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast, and your donations keep us on the air and pay for such things as our hosting and our TeamSpeak 3 equipment, software, prizes, and other projects. So check out our tip jar on the right side of the website. It's a little gray box, easy to see, easy to use. Uh, and don't forget unit sponsorships, George Ledoux, and maybe even B.B. Wolf recorded messages and ads. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 That's news to me. Yeah, news to me, too. Hey, He's I said maybe. on my action. Son of a... Hey, if it's going to be anybody cutting in, don't you want it to be her? No, I want it to be Boo. So <laughs> I just wanted to make a announcement. Um, at the moment, our website is under uh, maintenance, and that's because, well, hopefully we'll be live with the new website. I know we've had people ask about T-shirts. New T-shirts will be going live as soon as we're able to. And 
Speaking of t-shirts, I'm going to spend a moment just to talk on those. Uh, there are those who have already ordered those. We shipped them to you. You've got them. Post the pictures or send them to me. Post them on Facebook. If you're not comfortable, send them to me in an email. Sean Lang at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net. The reason also, I bring up t-shirts... Oh, go well, ahead. Just to cut in real quick. Yes, we have shipped all the t-shirts out. There are a few people that haven't received them. We're going to be working with you. Figure out where they were. If we can't find them, if you don't get them, we'll send you new ones. Uh, we'll make sure that everybody ordered gets one. Also, we ordered enough so that we have extras. So once we've tallied everybody who was supposed to get one gets one, we will count what we have left over. We'll put them up on the website. We'll sell the remainders, and then we're on to the next project. Yes, and by the way, we have a new inventory and shop and all that, so you can donate and get a particular shirt, and you'll be able to choose and all that fun stuff. Um, we are going to, uh, again, look at how can we improve the t-shirts even more. We've actually talked to Anthony and our other artist, uh, Short Painter, to, to, to work on that. So keep that in mind. We're always looking at making a better quality product. So, All right, moving on to Mech of the Week. Your vote, your choice. <laughs> And now, this week's Mech of the Week. Hey everyone, as most of you know, I've been pretty sick lately. But you know what makes me feel better? Lots and lots of drugs. But also, Ryukin Ni. Ryukin Ni is a mature mech warrior unit that fights for the glory of the Jaconis Combine. Based in the Southeast Asia Oceania region, Ryukin Ni provides a mature atmosphere and welcomes both casual and competitive players. So if you're looking to seriously compete or just have fun, feel free to join Ryukin Ni. Check out ryukun-ni.com for more information. 60 responses. And I actually figured out how to lock out the responses. So once, you know, we'll hit a center certain time, I'll lock it out. But 60, this totally blows out our record so far. And I want next week when, you know, we have another mech of the week, I want that to be higher. And some of you guys out there, it's it's a pretty big competition. It's like, oh, well, I want this. And then, like, a group comes in. So really good I'm, stuff. I'm actually surprised in two ways. Number one, that we hadn't done this one yet. And number two, that 60 people voted for it. Well, not 60 people voted for it. It was 60, uh, 60 responses total. in general. Yeah, it, it came down. There was, like, people. Uh, and just keep in mind with this voting thing, too, is the ones listed above in the post have already been done. Just keep that in mind. Anyways, let's move on. The Catapult, a.k.a. Support Mech, you know, I mean, that we're all aware of, MWO, but specifically in the tabletop, we've actually used this quite a bit, along also, with the Archer. a.k.a. the only mech Laura owns. That is not actually true. <laughs> the only mech I use, but it's not the only mech I own. All right, some background information. It was made in 2561 in the Terran... Hegemony or hegemony, whatever I don't know. Hegemony. Right. hegemony. <laughs> Why does everyone else know this and I don't? What the hell? We read books, Phil. <laughs> I read all of them, but yet I guess I don't know. No, no. See other books. Just because yeah, we've studied shrubbery, so we know all about hedges. Phil, say it once correctly, and hopefully you'll get it after that. You're still not going to get no, it. No, huh? I'm. I'm not going to. Just despite this process. All right, now, obviously, we're going to talk about the C1, uh, two LRM-15s, four medium lasers, and most of you have used this in MWO, but the tabletop, it was really, really effective as far as a support mech, and, of course, it was one of those things where as soon as you ran out of ammo, you still had your medium lasers. It did have a problem with heat, but anyway, some uh, stuff behind it. It did have a uh, Magna 260, and that's a standard engine, which uh, pushed it to 64.8 kph, and it had jump jets, which in the tabletop, battle mechs with jump jets 
were just brilliant. Like your survivability went up. I mean, you were, I mean, just terrain, maneuver, everything. It was uh, just the jump jets, at least in the tabletop rules, made it really, really effective, at least in. Yes, it fits into the Phil way of playing, no doubt. Me, I like to just stomp along in my Warhammer. Fuck jump jets. We don't need no stinking jump jets. Time Catapult C1, uh, we've got actually a specific variant. It's called Jenny Butterbee. Uh, that was the personal ride of Jenny Templeton. And this variant of the catapult actually replaces the standard arm-mounted LRMs with a quartet of SRM6s. <laughs> quartet. Can you imagine, like... Having three SRM sixes is insane. Now throw on four. It's like the just mm, wrecking. The catapult has always been an awesome mech to me. I like the look of it. Um, of course, it's uh, you know one of the original, one of the iconic mechs. It's a great mech. I've loved it in the tabletop. I've loved it in Mega Mech in all the variants of the games. It is just a great backbone mech. But it's definitely it needs support. And that's one of those things in these type of roles of LRM support they need to sit back rain down soften up and you know they're they're supposed to be in the back line so make sure you protect them with your other assets that can be you know right in front of them uh, soaking up a little bit of damage for them so just keep that in mind they do actually make pretty good brawlers medium range they're versatile moving on to the world according to Garth well, welcome again Garth I'm uh, glad you're here and you should feel a little bit heavier Welcome back, other half. Yeah, a little bit heavier. How's that one ring to be ruled by one or something (laughs) like that? It works something like that, yeah. Sort of like the Dark Lord, I guess. Oh, never mind. Make sure she doesn't listen to the podcast. She's actually in uh, the thing with Hero with us right now. Damn it! Well, congratulations, Garth, and I promise I'll try and keep Phil from bringing it up ever again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, speaking of which... Let's talk about um, a few topics out there, and then obviously we're going to go over some community questions and live studio questions. A uh, lot of stuff has happened uh, in the past uh, about, what, half a month? And Now, granted, everyone was on vacation. You guys came back. You're at it again. Uh, and there's a lot of hot topics out there, but let's talk about weapon balancing. Um, I know Paul's mentioned recently, uh, well, first off, we the PPC's got you know, a buff, and then Paul came over the command chair and basically said, hey, we're still going to look at ERPPCs, PPCs, large pulse lasers. Now, the What's... PPC buff, was that just the, the speed? Yeah. Okay. Can you can you dive into some of the things you guys are doing, and you as the community manager, what type of info you're collecting and passing on to the development team? Uh, essentially, what I do is um, I take a three-pronged approach. I go to the most successful 8v8 teams and I say why do you use what you use and why don't you use what you don't. Then I go to just random 8v8 teams like you know C Reddit or something like that who play fairly frequently and I say hey why do you guys use what you do use? What do you think should change? How would you change it? And then I go on the forums and read the suggestions go through those and see what they use what they don't and why and why not. And then I take all of that, collate it and send it off to the designers and say here's what everyone is saying and here's what each one of them is saying so we can go on balancing based on that feedback as well. So I guess my question is, okay, you're going to multiple different sources for information, not just the forums, but why are you having to ask multiple different groups? I mean, uh, I'll play this stupid idiot here. Aren't weapons used the same in all circumstances? Like, Well, to, 
essentially, what's actually interesting is the same weapons are largely used in both situations, sort of very competitive and not. The difference is the mechs used and how those weapons are used. Um, for example, everyone knows about the Gossipult, and it's still very popular in 8v8. However, a lot of the pilots I talk to that play it in competitive play don't play it in pub games because it's actually not as effective there because you don't have the straight-up lines of people lining up and pushing back and forth. It's not a sniping match. You get people behind you all the time. And when you have, you know, two goss and two mediums, you get, like, my cicada behind you, that's pretty much it. Unless you get a real lucky crit on my legs, it's over. So people actually switch out depending on what they're playing. What was also interesting was I went into it thinking that all the AV8s use three ravens five uh, Alice's and they used all ECM and what I discovered is the average amount of ECM used in AV8 is three to four it's right actually a number between there um, and it's going down every week so um, I found that interesting because I know people want ECM change and I understand why and we are looking at it but what is very interesting to see is that the more time goes on the less people consider using them now, you mentioned a while back, this was months ago, before ECM came out and everybody was going crazy, and you actually kind of said something like that was going to happen, that um, that had happened with uh, previous things that were released. Everybody thought it was going to be OP and that everybody was going to be using them, but what happens is when it first comes out, everybody uses it, and then it fades off. So uh, I have to say, you actually predicted that correctly. Yeah, and uh, it, I do agree that things have to be done to it. It's just the reason we waited is to see what because everyone's like, nerf it, but nerf what? Do we nerf the whole thing? Do we nerf part of it? Do we add something else to it? I got a lot of uh, BAP should counter ECM. Virtually every group told me that, and every person that told me from every group specifically said, make BAP counter ECM. And now people could say, yep, do it. But the thing I asked them is, each time I said, if BAP counters ECM, why would you use ECM? Because everything can use BAP, and even if everything could use ECM, it's literally entirely countered by one thing. So that is why this is not as quick. I don't want to just be like, yep, we're going to change it. Go over to Paul's desk. Yep, we're just making this happen because we need to figure out why. What and is the problem? Don't you, don't you have to look at like gameplay features? Like if, yes, ECM right now um, needs to be looked at heavily. But if you add anything in that negates ECM, then it totally destroys it. Where if you added something that maybe reduced its effectiveness in certain ways, I think would probably be better. And I mean, those are things you don't want to just introduce something that totally says, you know what, if you take this, it doesn't matter if they have ECM, they're negated. And I think that's, that's what a lot of people would like to see is, you know, if you haven't it on the field, there should be something that is able to counter it in some way, but not fully. I think a lot of people enjoy that. Yeah, I think uh, the thing to keep in mind on our end, especially, is that um, initially, people also, it's not that they overreact, it's if something kicks the crap out of you one time, it will feel like it did it more. Uh, the best example I have is this guy was like, man, I've lost like 50 games in a row in this 8v8 thing. You know, like, our teams are never even and all this. And I was like, that's really weird. Like, I, he had a very, he wasn't like screaming or anything, he was just pointedly saying, this is what happened. And it's like, that's so weird, that shouldn't happen. And I looked at his stats and that's not what happened. It wasn't like he was, you know, lying. It's just, it feels like things are happening that maybe aren't. Like someone Reality me, and emotions. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, you get things like someone will say, I just played Caustic Valley 10 times in a row. And I look at his stats and it was three. And, you know, three can seem like forever, especially if you don't like the map. But 
I always take that into consideration when I get this feedback as I go, okay, take it and then look at what's actually happening and go, oh, okay. So what's actually happening is this and that's not great, but it's not really this guy is following the people said. So and, uh, yeah. On, the, on your guys' side, you're also getting all of the information through the servers as well. So, I mean, you're able to collect that and adjust. So let's look at weapons again. Um, you guys introduced the Goss being able to be, I would say, easily destructible. And therefore, like, if you take a crit hit and it blows up, it can also do damage and stuff like that. More fragile. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. um, looked at other effects, like... Uh, I don't know if you're able to discuss it, but is there any like PPC effects on the way? Is there any, you know, like other stuff on the table? Uh, well, we're looking into a lot of things like that. Um, we don't actually have anything confirmed. At least no one's told me, but um, we want to do something like, you know, the idea that ECM causes your HUD to screw up and stuff like that, because that would be very cool and have any sort of additional effect to it when we can put it in. I don't know. But we always want to look at things like that or weapons that do things that's not just damage. Like a lot of people talk about, I want a crit-seeking weapon. So we're looking into that. How would that work? What weapons would we use? Um, I'm currently looking at machine guns and going, why do these suck? Like I want to know why they're terrible. So I'm looking at them and going, okay, they're doing really low damage. So, you know, let's look into that. So I actually went on with... Uh, another guy here, Kyle Lawrence, who's on tools, and we were like, what numbers work? Can we toss some numbers around? And we're like, these numbers actually do pretty good. So we're at, we do stuff like that all the time. We're like, how could we do it? So then we you know, do testing and so on, but it, it's, a, it's a longer process than it might seem. We could just change numbers and randomly toss them in, but that would lead to some pretty hilarious problems. I was going to say, you guys should be adjusting things based on your data, though. You know, like, I'm assuming yeah. that's what you guys do, right? I mean, like, people would be like, Oh, yeah, you should do this. Well, in reality, you know, they're looking at their stats and saying, well, it's actually working as intended, being used as intended. Uh, people are enjoying it, using it often. There's no really problem there. Um, that's what I'm saying. Anyways, let's move on to community questions because we actually have a few questions that you'll be able to chime in on. And then obviously we'll go right to the live studio audience and uh, dive into there. So Sure. All right, community questions. Disclaimer, we can't answer every question or if you posed multiple questions in length, uh, we may have picked through them. You know, it's sometimes kiss, keep it simple. We've got uh, Lord Death Maggot, great name, by the way. It's like a rock band. Ask ETA on knockdowns and collisions. Any word on that? Um, we're still looking at it. Uh, the biggest problem right now is we'd really like to deal with the entire lag shield issue before we put that in. As I use lag shield because I like that term. Uh, the um, having collisions work when uh, hitboxes shift leads to a whole bunch of hilarious problems that make things even worse than they normally are. So um, the second we get that nailed down, uh, collisions will probably come back. That's music to my ears. I mean, that's I can't wait to actually like put a light mech back in his place because he can run around and willy-nilly and not have to worry about getting knocked down and bam, stomped yeah, over by it's, analysts. You know, it's not so much the light mechs for me, but it is the cicadas. I cannot wait till those fuckers fall on their ass. <laughs> Garth. For all, the, for all those people okay. who played in the closed beta and stuff, it was very interesting because um, as soon as like, oh yeah, you know, you can run around, but if you're not 
you know, aware of your surrounding, bam, you run right into a mech and fall over. But then as soon as open beta and you guys took that out, it was like cicada nightmare. It was like literally the, the day open beta happened, cicadas also came out and it was just everywhere. That's it was it was a nightmare. I cried. You gotta restart the Dragon Bowling League. <laughs> oh my gosh. Please All right, next Go ahead, oh, can, can I give a quick addendum? Just I, I just want to mention something stats-wise about the cicada. Is everyone ready for this? No. No. I don't think anyone's ready for this. The cicada is the least popular mech in the game. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you heard it right no. here. My variant is very unpopular, and I hate all of you for it. My world is coming apart, Garth! What are you doing? I know, it's incredible, right? Wait, Garth, doesn't that make you feel more special? Yeah, I was going to say, actually, that, that makes it more cool. I mean, do you really yeah. want to have the most popular mech? No, it's not like that I wanted the most popular. Man. I was shocked that it was, like, so low. I was like, oh, come I on, think, really? You know what Garth's doing right now? He's secretly basically laughing at everyone, saying, ha, see, even a crappy mech with a great skilled pilot can do really well. Is that what you're really doing, Garth? No. Because that's that's <laughs> what you do on the Twitch, you know. You're always like, ah, oh, I got 500 damage, and... He didn't. I don't think he's so subtle. No, I'm really not that subtle. <laughs> All right, next question we have is from Tolkien. Really? Yes. No way. Yes. Back from the fucking grave. Bombadil and Tolkien. Hmm, interesting. Uh, the underlying question is still, why does the ECM do so damn much for one and a half tons? And I think we just touched on that a little bit. Obviously, you guys are looking at it. But uh, from the tabletop perspective, how do you guys, I mean... ECM was different in the tabletop, right? Because in the tabletop, you visually could see everything in front of you, so you had to pretend, and it had a different functionality. But are you guys? And I guess my question is: Are you guys okay with that? Like, say ECM and BAP, and what happens if you know PGI basically comes out with the systems that go against what the tabletop did? Is that a bad thing? I mean, like, I'm, I'm asking you guys. You know. I think one thing I, that we all can agree on is we can't follow the tabletop one-to-one, and it's just not possible. <laughs> Absolutely. No way in hell will that ever be possible. All right. I guess yeah. that's pretty much it. Challenge accepted, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> I'd also like to say there are parts of the tabletop that I think needed to be changed for something like this. For example, in a lot of cases on the tabletop, assaults pretty much rule the roost regardless of what else is there, and in MWO, it's not that way. Granted, you know, balance shifts back and forth and whatnot, but I never feel like, oh man, I'm in a light, I'm totally screwed. Just no way I can win this. And I like I don't that. know, man. Tabletop, a light versus assault, if that light mech gets close range, that assault's screwed. You're never going to be able to shake him off your six. I mean, it's, it's true. Like, but unless I think you back up to less... like a, a height where you can't, you know, the light mech can't maneuver, but. I, I would think that where that plays out more to where if you're in a light, you're fucked if you go up against assault is in the novels. I read a lot of those as well. And every single time an assault popped out, everybody's like, okay, we're all dead. Yeah, and then it goes yeah. to like pilot skill and all those like unknowns. But anyways, I, I agree. So I guess the underlying tone is a lot of people are okay with changes. I'm okay with PGI again, and I've said this before, uh, taking a new stance, creating something new. I would have been okay with them totally changing how they did auto cannons and, and you know lasers and all this to, you know. So I'm I'm definitely okay with the equipment changes. So let's go ahead and move on to the next question. Sarek, is this how you yeah, pronounce it? Yeah, Sarek. Yep. Yeah, Sarek says, I was wondering what you guys thought about the new C-bill accumulation rate since the patch. I've had no issues. Um, 
I'm assuming he means the patch uh, when they change the repair and rearm. Is that? Yeah, I would assume that as well. Well, we also did the different rewards systems, like for, you know, how good you do as opposed to just, you showed up and won. Awesome. Yay. Well, okay, so for those that maybe don't follow it as much on the forums, as soon as PGI came out and basically said, you know, hey, we're taking out the need for repair and rearm, you had, it was funny, the amount of negative um, like connotation was like, we like logistics, we want the, you know, fill-in. But it was like, then you started having a creep of, well, if it makes it easier for new players, and especially out there getting in and being successful, uh, and really does it add anything? And people are like, well, now you can just you can take XL engines and Artemis, and there's no like repercussions for your actions. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely understand that, but that's not what this model of the game's based around. At least that's not how I look at it. You know, it's it's made for you drop, you have fun. Yeah, there's some battle tech and mech warrior, you know, simulation there as far as like the lore and RP values. But it, it it had to have been frustrating for people that maybe didn't have a premium account, and then they were having to pay out, you know, the ass and repair bills. I mean, well, one thing that um. Uh, when people were saying I make less money, those are the people who ran generally eight or four mans and would, you know, pub stomp. Not on purpose or anything. You want to play with your three friends, that's fine. But the thing was, if you lose, you make more money than you used to. And if you win, you make slightly less. So if you ran a 50 50 game, you make more money now. So that's I, I generally make about, what did. I make about 50 to 60,000 less than I did before. That's it. But then again, I'm not having to pay the 50 to 90 or around their thousand repair bill so for me you know i get between i think it's like 150 to 200 and like 3000 each each match so i mean it's really not that bad um as far as as yeah and i guess what a lot of people looking for tips for making more c bills i mean i've definitely noticed that some of my mechs uh perform much better financially than other mechs so you got to kind of find a mech that you like and one that maybe uh, pays out better or has lower uh, damage bills or whatever, but um, or that doesn't matter anymore. But uh, I've found that uh, you know my C bills are going up pretty quick now, and uh, I definitely enjoy it. Well, the system before the one thing that a lot of people don't realize is if you ran XLs before and you were fifty fifty in your matches, you would lose money, and that was the biggest problem with repairs is that players who were average would still start losing money if they started using more expensive systems and people were like well you know we don't want everyone using excel uh, at least that's what the forums informed me of and uh, personally what i wanted is i wanted all of it to be a choice excel everything i realize it costs more but you still have to buy it and it's still an initial investment that's very high if you only play you know 10 matches a week it's still a really huge amount of money yeah and so balancing yeah I don't want to balance based on money because that rewards people who are winning with better stuff. That makes them win more. And I, I was going to say, I'm taking the the risk of taking the XL in gameplay. Now you're saying I have to take it financially as well. And again, what is the the design around MWO? I mean, obviously, it's not to track all of your information stats and you have to buy, you know, like the logistically of BattleTech. You're not doing that now. Granted, I'd love to be able to do that, but. You know, as far as the random matchmaking and public play, maybe down the road when we have community warfare and there's a hardcore mode, I don't know. I mean, that would be great, but that's well, obviously, this is something that's still being balanced, it could be changed in the future, might not. But, uh, Garth, are people, would you say, from your perspective, complaining less or more with the new changes? 
I think the thing we're noticing is that people who really wanted the like ultra sim thing are the people who are complaining. And I understand because you know, repairing your arm is kind of cool. You're like, oh man, look at that. I, I won this game and I barely have any repair bills. And you know, if you hated that other guy in the match, you could remove every damn limb from him and totally screw him over. And I admit, you know, that, that can be fun and everything. On the other hand, new players are absolutely just loving the new system because one you get a crap ton of seed bills for those first 25 matches and we gave the bonus to everyone just because we felt you know you've been here so you you went through those 25 matches so here's your money Heck, and not was, even yeah not even new players man i mean there's there's matches i drop into and i'll go pubbing by myself and there's matches that no matter how well i do i'm going to lose and you know that's that's Again, the whole point of the game design and, and it being fun, and when you start introducing like negative things, even though you're doing your best, it's just sort of like a counterintuitive. So I was okay with it going away, and I'd be okay with seeing a system re-looked at, revamped, and implemented down the road, but again, maybe in a different context of like community warfare. But we got to move on to the live studio question. So what's going to happen right now is you're going to X up, and our NGNG member Boo will pick... We're only going to do two questions today, so two questions, Boo. You're going to pick two people, and we're going to ask you to unmute your mic and ask away. Keep that in mind. Garth is the community manager. If you ask a very technical question, he may not be able to answer it, but he will find out the answer and get back to us. So, Boo, who is the first one? Okay, we have Bozone. Go ahead and unmute Bozone. Cool. Um obviously with two questions only i'll try and pick the more one one question the two i know i know i know i know there's, there's two questions to be asked in the session so i will pick the more important of the one i wanted to ask um garth do you have any information on total player numbers um since closed beta since open beta do you have any any trend information available on that I am 100% not allowed to talk about those numbers. <laughs> Are you Literally able to say allowed. why you're not able to talk about those numbers? Um, they're used for, uh, what was it? I can't remember. Ooh. They're used for marketing purposes, I was told. Okay. So Are I have you to shut up about to, it. I can say they're much higher. Say, can I say that? Are you able to say that you're not allowed to comment on them because they may put things in a negative light? Well, no, he absolutely just... not. No, no, no. It's uh, very positive. Uh, especially he just said since, they're a lot higher, yeah. Yeah, they're much, much higher. They they actually go up daily, which is nice to see. Didn't um, um, Brian but... Ekman just make a post about this and basically explained it all that um, and I don't mean to take the words out of your mouth, Garth, but I just read Brian Ekman just covered this in a post that basically said that those numbers, PGI and I2P, are used for marketing and that if they were to show them, players may think negative thoughts, but in reality, it may be positive because, again, you guys track all the data, right? So, yeah, I can say that they go up all the time and that, you know, when, uh, especially when uh, we patched the um, one with the stalker. <laughs> oh, my God. We, uh, we knew it would be popular, but we did not expect that. Yeah, I'm going to, because that wasn't really uh, a question he could fully answer, go ahead, Bozon, with what your other question was going to be. Ouch. Okay. Um, ouch. Garth, your thoughts on answering a question about favorite food and favorite drink in Ask the Devs, but ignoring a question, even if you can't give a, a good answer, rather than saying I can't answer that question or something, but completely ignoring a, a very popular question while answering others that some might see as trivial. So, like, why do I do it? That would be correct. 
Okay, well, one, I won't do it anymore. I don't know if you saw the new post, but it's uh, totally a new system. And the other reason was, one, it takes me about five seconds to do, and two, a lot of people like having the people who make their games be people, and they like to know about them, and I like joking around. And it, like I said, it takes me five seconds to answer. I don't have to talk to anyone else about it. I'm just like, here's my quick answer. Um, also, if I was to say I can't talk about that to every question that was asked that I can't answer, it would basically be six pages of, sorry, I can't answer that, sorry, I can't answer that, sorry, I can't answer that. And uh, that just, I mean, no one wants to read that over and over and over again. And keep the in mind, go ahead. The alternative, the alternative being what it produces instead is PGI won't answer this question or even address it. And we won't. I mean, if I don't answer them, there's a specific reason here. And maybe I don't get told. Maybe I can't say. But the fact of the matter is, I just can't answer them. So rather than, like I said, doing a giant list of, sorry, can't answer you, I just, it feels like I'm just literally spamming the same thing 4,000 times. I'd like to interject here real quick, because um, I think we're, you know, with the day and time, Basically, game producers are under a lot of legal restrictions, marketing department restrictions. It would be a lot easier for a game developer to completely 100% control uh, the information that goes out there and not allow people to ask questions. And what we do here with the live questions, I mean, talk about putting people on the spot when they may not be able to answer. It's really, you know, I'm older. So when I used to play games, I never even had anything close to this, being able to talk to devs. So I think we need to give them a break a little bit and understand that Garth isn't excited about not being able to answer questions. He would way prefer to be able to answer all these questions for us. But there's just the bottom line sometimes. This is business and this is going to happen. But if you go back and you listen to all of our, especially the recent uh, podcasts, we do, well, I'll say Garth does answer a hell of a lot and definitely the majority of the questions that are asked. And to me, um, that's something special. That's that's something that uh, I didn't used to get when I played games. And so maybe I see it from a different perspective, but uh, it's really something that people didn't used to get at all. And so I think we just need to keep that in mind and understand that it's not Garth's fault. He doesn't get joy out of not answering questions. Good questions, Bozone. All right, uh, Boo, who do we got next? Meatloaf. What's going on, bud? I'm mute. Mic check. Yep, gotcha. Like a bat out of hell. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I was just curious, uh, how are things coming along with Community Warfare? Um, Several of us had expected that to be in the game by now, especially since you've got the timeline going by the actual timeline in 3050. You're expecting the clan invasion to start coming up here in a couple months, and we don't even have Community Warfare in the game yet. Um, so how is all that going to plan out? Is the timeline going to have to shift, or it's re- it's the it's easiest a- thing to do is shift the timeline. Um, I know we're looking at clan stuff already. We've been doing it for a while, and um, we're still you know figuring out how to do it. Um, this will likely happen all piecemeal. That clan community warfare will come online in a small fat you know fashion, not too far off, and then we'll add pieces slowly. Um, I, I honestly don't have dates for you. If I did, I would tell you. And to be honest, we'll probably use it as a giant marketing campaign anyway, so <laughs> I won't be able to tell you then either. But um, I, I figured as much, but it, does it just seem like things are going to get shifted around a little bit until you can they'll, slide they'll it They'll get in? shifted, but it's not like they won't happen. It's not like, you know, oh, it'll be a year and a half from now. It's not going to be that far off. It's just the we picked a date. We tried to make it. We might have to shift based on that because 
stuff came up or it's just unfeasible with what we have or something like that. So Garth, just just blame it on the real person, never noob. Just just be honest. Come on, let's point fingers yeah, to never noob. Totally. That damn never noob. Oh my god. It's actually a good question, Meatloaf, and uh I mean yeah, yeah the- I really wish I could answer more. I honestly if I could, I would be right here telling you all. And Meatloaf, I think it's, uh, I can easily say that most of us, that is the, the biggest thing that we're all waiting for and the most anxious for. Uh, I know for a fact that is um, the thing that I've been waiting for since I first heard about this game launching. And so, um, you know, it's not a strange thing for uh, schedules to shift in the game industry. And uh, let's just hope it doesn't shift too much. But uh, I'm sure our precious uh, community warfare is coming soon. And we'll actually be covering uh, something um, in a few minutes that uh, Paul posted up a while ago that touches on some of the systems they're looking at implementing for uh, their Phase 3 and Community Warfare and everything like that. So definitely something on the back of my mind. For all those who talk to me on a daily basis, I am ready for it as well. You know, I've been playing just as long as everybody else since the closed beta all the way from the start. So I'm just like, ah, I can't wait. Patience. Yeah. It's it's tough for even even me. Actually, I would say a lot because I have people ask questions all the time. So, very good questions. But the good thing, Phil, is you don't lose it like some people. So that's good. It's a good thing. Like that German kid when he's smashing his keyboard and screaming at his screen. Oh, oh, maybe. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to be moving on to MechWare Online news. Now, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that's happened in the past few weeks. So what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about some stuff, dive into conversation pieces on stuff. But some of it we're just going to mention and move on because, well, it's probably old news to you. So that's just how it happens. So here we go. All right, Fang and Flame videos. Um, My question is, which one's Goose and which one's Maverick? Think about that one. Great video. I I love it. I love the high five at the end good use of the night vision to really bring in sense of the uh, obviously that's river city night it was like the first video with the launch it was really cool i love seeing those particular mechs their paint schemes great job hayden hey of course what uh which one are you guys seeing more out there fang or flame i see both actually i can confirm flame is uh the one i see more are you confirming that with your eyes or with your stats in game i haven't actually looked up the stats on it all right some other news we've got is the Stalker was obviously released. We've got the two new hero mechs, Fame and Flame, River City Night Map. We've also got the Conquest Mode, which obviously we'll be talking about. There's some updates uh, down a few minutes from now. If you didn't get the Irby bobblehead, it's gone. I and didn't get it. I don't oh, know. It, Garth, is. are they going to be able to get one of those later on or maybe a different version maybe hopefully i am pushing <laughs> heavily to do an urban mech for every single large event i am pushing very hard for that <laughs> is right, this so gonna get different outfits yeah that's the idea i want to <laughs> like every outfit nice. i want to see i want to see a scottish herby i'm just saying i, I think that really herby. writes itself yeah all right new reward system obviously the rearm repair was removed trial mechs get the same rewards as normal mechs even match uh, mech xp which i again love sea bill gain increase for the first 25 matches the cadet bonus it's amazing i've actually seen screenshots of like people posting up they got like 600,000. i was like holy shit um and i think it's a good incentive for people to be able to get into a mech and they get to choose which one they go for again um 
ideas that were going rampant on the forums. They implemented it something. And it's it's you talk to any new player, it's it's a good thing. So thank you for doing that. Now the next thing, all I got to say is dead sexy, flying debris. Wow, the Orion. Did anybody see that coming? Did anybody? I didn't. I didn't, I didn't. see it coming then, but I did see it coming down the line. Yeah, um, definitely. I'm just looking at it again. Uh, an amazing job. I love his death by irony. Um, what can I say? Oriony. Oriony. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of the Orion, even though it's actually one of the oldest mechs out there. You know, obviously, Mac is like the first battle pick. But you guys Orion... have no idea how hard it was to write the story for that thing. I was like, oh, what can it fight against? There's like. Three oh, other I, I, I know. Oh, Marauder, Warhammer. Oh yeah, I was asking you for help. Yeah, no, no. The the Orion is like old school, like yeah. twenty four hundred time frame, and yes, so it's it's yeah, it's old. We've also got a leak of some in game files of two maps, uh, one being Alpine and one being the desert map. Now, what we do not know is if these have actually been confirmed or will actually be the ones released, but those are the height maps that you see right there. And, uh, I, I mean, ooh, ah, uh, I mean, really doesn't say anything other than they've mentioned the desert map is coming soon and Alpine is shortly after, so other than that. So well, we're we not do allowed know... to talk about the jungle map? They're big maps. <laughs> yeah, we do know that the uh, desert is huge, right? Do, do we know anything about the alpine as far as size or anything? It's big, too. You're Bigger is better. Everybody. It's big. Garth, do they just pay you to give these kind of answers? That's what you're really getting paid for. He's a tease. That's what I feel like I could have this job. All right, we also have the spider hard... Ugh. Let's start over. We also have the spider... Shit. <laughs> We have the spider shit. The spider shit is out, and the hard points are available via the Omrecker and Army of One. One, whatever you want to pronounce it. Anyways, they dug these out of the uh, files, and they've got the 5V, 5D, and 5K. Very interesting hard points. It'll it'll be interesting to see how this particular mech's used, and especially with uh, some of these other mechs being dominant right now. So... Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to be pilot. I'll own one and I'll pilot them and I'll, I'll throw them around and test them out. But I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing it's probably going to be the same as commando for me. Every once in a while, I jump into commando just to uh, do something different and run around really fast uh, and see how long it takes for I somebody will to kill say, me. Regardless of actual combat ability, the eight jump jet spider is just hilarious. It is oh really amazing. God. Oh god! All right, now there. Go ahead, Brandon. I said I'm scared. Also, the 5K looks fun for machine guns. It's going to be a good time. Can you fit any weapons in there if it has eight jump jets? That's what she said. Yeah, yeah like medium laser. All right, we yeah, had yeah, Ask yeah. the Devs 29, and out of the Ask the Devs, there's three things that should have grabbed your attention. One, 12v12 is being tested in-house at PGI. Two, Fuck yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Testing of a new Mech Lab 2.0 is uh on the near horizon so hopefully i th- it needs to be done uh, the, their front end ui is uh, just... hey uh 12 is a company correct yes yep okay i did all the company battalion Three... all that shit. well it depends uh that's uh, that's the stam- standard nomenclature for a company some units use different setups like so battalion 36 max sometimes depending on the 
the faction or house that it changes so yep all right so and then third is a reconnect button hell yes so you drop and it was due to like a black screen or crash to desktop or anything like that boom bring it back in which i think is it's huge because i think the majority of disconnects we see in games they're not intentional like oh that damn afk or when i've had it happen to me a few times where i'm like uh I hear yeah, you I guys think are that, playing. that is mm-hmm. awesome functionality. Thank you, PGI. All right. On January 2nd, there was a stealth patch that added music. Did anybody else catch this? Have you guys oh, ever yeah. listened to it? Obviously, it was very stealthy. I didn't notice. I totally noticed, and I was totally not the one that added that to the note. You know why I didn't notice? Because Music volume. My, yeah, down. I've had it at zero. I turned Betty off, mm-hmm. I turned the music off, and boom. Well, the I music isn't actually used in game yet. It's just sitting in the game files. Ah, figures. All right, now on January eighth, which was obviously yesterday, we had a few things. Conquest mode. There was changes, so now that you get resources every one point seven seconds instead of two seconds, so basically increases the speed at which you gain resources. Which, which is I trying think... to make it so that people actually use that mode rather than just go out and try and kill everybody, right? Yes, to either force combat or force cap, and I think it's it's a tough combination to try to you know do and then obviously they increase the reward for collecting those resources from 25 to 50 wow so because mm-hmm. you basically what happens is you're seeing groups go and just hunt the other mechs down which you know i guess it's a valid strategy depending on how quickly you can move around the map and if you can catch the other team but didn't we have a match last week that was like literally I thought we were going to lose, and I told, uh, I think, Pancake to jump his raven into the box, and there was only a sliver left, and he held out till we ah, got yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, was that guy? They almost capped. They almost they capped almost us. Did. Yeah. And I mean, it was... Thanks, Pancake. We were, you know, so... Mmm, pancakes. I hop. All right, there was also tag narc, uh, tag narc XP C-bills, so you get a bonus for each opposing mech if your team does damage to that mech while you're using those particular items it's basically like the assist bonus and the you know are those in right now are those working as intended the tiger narc ones yes yeah they're in they just don't display in match you still get the uh rewards for it though so behind scenes they're working but you don't get the visual like assist bonus like what you normally see yeah, we're working on a new uh, endgame HUD, like, you know, end of match. So we figured rather than constantly update the one we have now, we're just going to update the whole thing at once. All right, what about the uh, picture of the spider? So obviously you guys are testing it in-house, behind scenes. Um, we've also got the details that appeared on the MWO webpage under game, and you can click on Battle Mechs. And, uh, uh, a question about that, Garth, uh, because this has to do with the website and community. Are you guys going to actually post up the stock, like loadouts and hard points, basically all the in-game stuff yes, on your website? Yes, we are actually going to have a system where the website grabs it from like files, sort of as we patch it, just updates. So uh, it will have very extensive stats on it. I even want things like you know torso twists and whatnot. I ask for every cool. damn stat there is. Because I know a lot of people, and I've always wanted this, is, oh, well, this twist X gives me X percent bonus. Uh, based on what like what was the stock yeah. like i have no idea like okay i've got it and i know i'm better for it but what it's just one of those things where it'd be nice to be able to compare like you know one chassis to the next and speaking of diagram and 
torso twist. Have you guys seen this diagram? Somebody had some extra time. Yes, torso twist diagram. It's actually really, really awesome to look at. Um, it's located at the Smurfy Net, uh, so I'm assuming he did it or someone. Yeah, over... do we have somebody to thank? Because whoever. I thought uh... they had a team over there. That's probably a team. Um, and for those that aren't familiar, if you just go to Smurfy Net, they have got a complete customization tool you can use out of game. It's browser based. It's I use it all the time, actually. Um, so you can basically customize your mechs without actually having to be in-game, so it doesn't cost Not you that, any. You can um, share them as well, and they give you a direct URL, so someone else can load them up with your loadout. I was going to say, cool. uh, Garth, are we ever going to see something like this out of PGI? Some, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what format we'll take. Again, I'm not actually right in on that, but um, it will. I want it as comprehensive as possible, and I we're all stats fanatics here. So I imagine it will be extremely comprehensive. All right, guys, we're going to move on to the command chair section. Now, I spoke earlier a little bit about community warfare, and Paul had posted up a phase three info plan. Now, it talked about the ELO and the calculations, uh, basically the formula they were using to, you know, like how skilled you are and how to matchmaking and all that. Um, Is there any news on this, uh, Garth? as far as like some of the systems behind the scenes that you guys are working on? Well, Matchmaking 3 is being worked on, and I think we've all read about that, read, you know, Mr. Uh, Inuya's post there. Um, well, the, basically what we want to do is have some kind of system to uh, first get people to get like a battle value or ELO system based on the player as opposed to the mech, because a lot of the time the mech isn't really the big deal, it's the player who uses it. So we want to do both, but we'll, um, we're debating things like tonnage and battle value and so on. But we're definitely going to, ha- as soon as possible, have an ELO system in, because that would be the most useful. Gotcha. Now this is for, of course, random matches or even 8v8s or you know anything like that, right? This is not what's going to be the community warfare. That's, that's completely separate. Is that correct as far as matchmaking? Yeah, it's separate. Okay. We also had Paul on December 20th talk about the weapon updates, and we already mentioned that, the ERPPCs, PPCs, and Large Pulse. He basically says they're not where they want them to be, and they'll be looking at them. And specifically, what I really like is that he gave credit to Large Lasers. I love Large Lasers. I, I Actually, most of my builds have them. I just, it's like the first time I've ever really used them and not like gone to just mediums. You know, so. Hey, uh, Phil, guess what? What? I can confirm that we are actually testing the laser numbers like this minute. They are being tested already. You heard it from Garth. Changes are happening. It's happening right now. The thing is it's happening. the happening. Whoa. Right, you are on. so fired, dude. <laughs> fired. <laughs> moving on to uh, on December 23rd, uh, there was a post from Matthew Craig about some of the technical issues, the FPS bug, the game server performance, yellow screen, memory leak, and netcode. Now, obviously, most of us refer to the netcode issues as the lag shield issues, as you heard Garth mention earlier. I think that's the biggest thing a lot of people are wanting fixed, along with, obviously, yellow screen, I think you guys were aware of, and then you said black screen usually has to do with the player's computer but netcode, can we touch on that? Because I feel, I feel like that's really important. I get so frustrated going up against a light that's going 150 kph, and I put my crosshairs with my lasers on him, fire, and nothing. You don't lead your targets. 
<laughs> the uh, with lasers. It's like it's <laughs> yeah, like it's like four systems that are basically problematic there. We've nailed down essentially one now. The other ones we're all working on. Uh, it's going to be a, like iterative process. It will get better over time. Um, currently, what the latest one did is this isn't exact, but it's the best description I can do is. Um, if you are trying to lead a mech, you lead according to your ping, not theirs. So if they're really laggy and you're not, you still don't have to lead them very much because you have a fine ping. Uh, you'll you still have to leave a bit. You don't know where, how bad. far you have to lead, though. That's the problem. It's not like there's an in-game lead, you know, lag shield thing. That would oh, be totally, nice. yeah. This is so. obviously not what we want, but as, as it currently stands, if you have to lead a mech, 10 meters you will always have to lead in like 10 meters because it's based on your ping so unless your ping is all over the damn place you'll at least have a set amount it always is so it's a lot easier to do now but it's still not ideal obviously so it's for a, those it's a skill-based thing and it just means you have to play enough to get to know your own mechs no just think of mech warrior 3 enough said moving on um <laughs> we've got uh thomas um i'm not even going to try to pronounce your name thomas Jelusky. sorry Yes, that. And he talks about the machine gun buff and LBX that they're looking at. Critical hit weapons from the LBX. That's actually a really big news, you know. Um, critical hit, obviously, being able to... Is it go through the armor or just when you hit internal at crits? Like, what are we looking at? Uh, we're looking at all of it. Um, uh, we have basically multiple ideas. One is simply make the MG function like any other gun. Another is make it crit seek where it does, you know, crazy damage to internals. Another, we've looked at through armor crits. Uh, we are essentially against through armor crits. Uh, the reason being that new players will have absolutely no idea what is happening and there's really nothing you can do about it. It's just like, oh, you randomly got your ammo crit from this guy's machine gun one time. And it, it just feels very arbitrary. So. Mm. Essentially, we'd really rather not do through armor because it's, it's a headache. Understandable there. Now, Garth, I know it's about that time for you to go. Is, is, do you have some time to stay on? or? I have time for one thing I wanted to say. Uh, yes. I, I, uh, I waved someone over and I, I got a confirmation here from Paul. Uh, I can say that Community Warfare is currently in design testing. We are going through the process now and we are documenting the entire feature set and it is exactly as we had told everyone. Nothing large has changed, but... Uh, yeah, it is going through right now. That is good news. All right, Garth, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Hopefully, you know, you're... Through design. Is... I just want to make sure everyone realizes. Through design. Design looking at, not actual use. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> right, thank Paul's you for being here again, Garth. And no welcome back. And uh, looking forward to our upcoming shows. And congratulations on selling your soul and with a ring. I mean, um, no, All right, I'm no happy. more, Phil. No, no, okay. I bought a soul with the rings. Oh, that's right. That yeah. Good man, good man. Is that what you tell yourself? Exactly. <laughs> Have a good okay. one, guys, and I'll see you next week. See you, Garth. Bye-bye. Later. See you, Garth. All right, guys, we're moving on to MechWarrior Tactics. Big news today. Obviously, if you saw that post they made yesterday, they, it was like this 7th Commandos link in this picture. and then I was pretty excited, weren't you? Yeah, like uh, finally more news coming out. You can see that they're they're kicking off the closed beta and founders program, which obviously is going to resemble the MechWare Online uh, founders say. program. Yes, I'm excited. Uh, I I had someone uh, post up on Facebook. They were like, you know, I I would drop money if I'd been able to play the game. Obviously, this is for closed beta, 
which means obviously you know if you wanted to play right now you have to drop and get in the founders program or you just wait until open beta but i can say if you like the tabletop and you like mega mech i will guarantee you will like MechWarrior Tactics. And that's me putting my name out there. You will like it. So if you have the and money... And Phil will refund you if you... <laughs> oh! No, no claws there. I um, hate that no? screwy game, man. It's tough. <laughs> I want my money back, bitches. But, you know, it's one of those things where I, I know a lot of people are leery with their money, and you should be. Um, uh, so, obviously, you know, I, I fully support... Uh, me personally, hey, I will be getting the Founders program. So the best way to find out if you're going to like that the, the the game is just to stay tuned to NGNG as well as Mexdev's Beer. We will be talking extensively about tactics, and it'll be the place to be if you want to find out if you're going to like the game. All right, obviously the Founders program. Uh, we've got the link on our website right now. Uh, we just linked it for you guys. You can check out all of the uh, uh, different varying levels. There's three. They'll hook you up. And of course, remember that Tactics is based on uh, the tabletop trading game. It's got a lot of potential. And I think a lot of people have put out their, you know, uh, voices saying, hey, we don't want just want, you know, like Lance on Lance. They want bigger and they want better. And I think the devs have even stated they're going to look at that and they are looking at that. Um, And that's what I want. I want large warfare. I don't want just Lance on Lance and 1v1s. I want to be able to play with my friends against people or against AI, big scale warfare. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll see that. All right, now the Battletech board game, um, we've talked about lo- a lot about this. Next week, we will be having Randall Bills on the show again. He loves being on here. We love having him on here. He's awesome, super cool dude. And of course, he's you know always behind the scenes of Battletech in general. But Darren, do we have any giveaways? You know, we do. Um, we have two giveaways I'm sitting on here. Um, here's what I'm going to do. For this giveaway, it's going to be a little um, model of a Warhammer. Just one second. Let me get it so I can read the exact type. Yeah, I'm back. Okay, so this is a fully packaged ExoSquad Robotech series uh, Excalibur Mark VI Battleoid. So basically this is the Robotech version of the Warhammer or where... Um, Fossa got the idea for the Warhammer. It's a cool little uh, toy uh, model. I have one myself. And like I said, it's fully packaged. I'll be giving it away. The way that uh, we're going to give this one away is when this uh, podcast goes live, the moment it goes live, um, email robotech at nogutsnogalaxy.net and I will pick the 100th uh, email and that's the person that will win. What was the email again? The email is robotech at nogutsnogalaxy.net. And when and don't do it now. Do it when this goes live. When you see this uh, podcast, number 56, live on our website, then the contest is underway. And the 100th person to email will get this prize. Watch everyone in live studio audience is like emailing you right now. <laughs> Set up that email account. It's going to be like, bloom. Yeah, really, you can email whatever the hell you want because I just, uh, I'm just i creating that email address specifically for this contest. I'll erase it afterwards, so I don't care what's in the subject line or in uh, any other part of the email. Who's going to get it? That's a tough question. All right. Anyways, uh, we're working on some other stuff to do giveaways basically every week. Um, stay tuned more on that as we go along. So, uh, again, Randall Bills will be on the show next week. 
and we've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. And of course, it's always nice just sitting down with Randall and, you know, it's like, holy shit, we got Randall Bills on the show. It's <laughs> awesome. Now, did you guys notice this with uh, MechWare Tactical Command? They posted up on their Facebook a, um, a link that said, hey, if you have a iPhone, send us a message. And it was sort of like hinting towards the game finally coming out for the iPhone. Anybody else see that? I did, I did. Saw it in the script? Well, it's funny that uh, we've asked people out there, are, does anyone in the audience right now own the game for the iPad? Does anybody right now own it? And Do I count? No, I guess I don't no. count. I do own <laughs> it. You do have it, right? Yes, well, you I are do. in the audience, you do have it, and you have an iPad, so yes, you count. Yes, I have. I have played this game. I sound awesome in it, but other than that... It's it's uh, it's been it's been updated and improved tremendously since it was released. I was going to say, but, didn't they? Uh, they had some technical issues and they patched those up. And uh, yep, yep. But uh, I have yet to get any feedback. So if you're listening, send me an email, Sean Lang at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net. You can find our info on the website or forum or Facebook, anything. Give me some feedback on that particular game. I mean, I've heard good things. I've heard some bad things. Uh, but I haven't heard anything since they patched. And so let us know. Um, we we want to be able to talk about it and, and stuff like that. So I don't own an iPad. So I'm screwed. So, meh. Honest to God, Phil, if you live nearby me, I would let you come over and play it. Which we might be able to see in the not-too-distant future where we're working on something to where we might be up in the Boston area. And you're not too far away from that, are you? No, I am not. I would meet you there. Beer I mean, George. Beer I would wear George. my special pants. So yes. we can all meet at a bar, drink beer, and play George's iPad. Woohoo! Sounds we, just We are dirty. party fucking animals. Yeah, I know. Have fun, guys. <laughs> no, you'll be there, too. What? Yep. Free plane I'm, ticket! Oh, I'm bringing all <laughs> my friends, so you boys be ready. All right, so that's the news from MechWarrior Tactical Command. We also have MechWarrior Living Legends. We haven't heard anything from the technical, the game perspective, but we did just have Book 2 is out. Uh, this particular book was done um, by a member of the team. Uh, he's actually a really nice guy. He put a lot of time and effort into this, so give it a read. Check it out. Um, if you know you like to read you know, Battletech, MechWarrior stories and stuff, he, he uses sort of the uh, MWL universe um, as far as that and to to bring it to life so good stuff i can't wait to hear more from them and uh you know what they were doing behind the scenes obviously uh they released like pictures of the the warhawk uh for out there the massacre so i'm looking forward to hearing that so now facebook blew up we've got 2239 people as of before this podcast we have had over had over 139 uh increase since like the seventh when we went live with the uh comic strip so give us a like uh it's easy way to distribute information we you know do something obviously we post up on the, the forum as well or the website um but it's a good way just so i can post something and you guys get in instantly so give us a like again check us out on um you know youtube as well let me know what type of videos i'm working on the ride-alongs hopefully you guys enjoyed that i made that custom um uh, template for that uh that diagram um graphic whatever you did you guys like that brandon i think you said you enjoyed it i think it was absolutely fantastic and don't forget to tweet us at no guts no galaxy 
which our new website will be tied into and giving you more info. And of course, thank you to everyone, our community, our staff members for supporting us. It's just been an awesome ride. 2013 is looking to be an awesome year for Mecha, MechWare Online, Tactics, obviously, and uh, NGNG. NGNG and all of our listeners. and We've got a lot of cool products we'd like to uh, do, and those things will be kicking off in the near future. So uh, keep your eyes open for that news. And also thank you to the following Mech Warriors for their donations to NGNG. David, Gene, Simon, Aiden, Richard, John, Travis, Troy, Jonathan, and another John. Thank you guys, and we appreciate all of you. Yes, the support is uh, it's great. Thank you so much. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy Mech Warrior podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. This is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Catrick Hill. This is Laura. Until next time, Mech Warriors. It'd be best if you avoid me, but I know you probably can't. You sense something is wrong with me, you can feel it on my skin, but there is more with it. Just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever